This is a Soulfire production. You're listening to the Simply Be podcast, episode number 248. Well, hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome back to the Simply Be podcast. I am your host, Jessica Zweig, and I am so, so excited to be talking about this conversation today. This is a big topic, (laughs) one that I feel has a lot of sides to it. This conversation around the divine feminine, women who are leading in their feminine, there's the feminine frequency, there's the goddess, the priestess, the queen. We talk about it all on this podcast and it's being talked about everywhere and how important it is to really step forward into that frequency, right? We're here in the month of June. Every month we choose a different theme, a different intention on the Simply Be podcast to unpack. And in the month of June, we're talking about success being a frequency. And if you are a woman leader at the top, if you are launching a business, if you're launching a product, if you're leading a team, if you're leading a company, you have to show up a certain way. There is a resonance, a vibration, a frequency you need to embody in order to make moves, in order to be taken seriously, in order to make money, in order to attract and manifest, right? There's an energy, it's a strategy, a business tactics, marketing, brand messaging, all of those things, of course, need to be in play. But at the end of the day, it's how you show up. And that's why I want to talk about success being a frequency this month. Now, that being said, this whole narrative around the divine feminine has a shadow side to it. And not a lot of people are talking about it. And I work with so many clients. I work with hundreds of people in my agency. I'm the founder and CEO of the Simply Be Agency. We've been around six and a half years. I started it as a one woman shop and now I have a full-time team of 30 people and we help our clients build their personal brand messages, strategies. We do full-on personal brand management. I work with men and I work with women. We have a pretty mixed bag inside of the agency. We're industry agnostic. We've touched pretty much every single industry in the agency. I also work one-on-one myself with a lot of female entrepreneurs. I work with women in sacred containers, such as my retreats. I just hosted a really powerful retreat for about 17 women in Nashville in April. And I'm hosting my next retreat in Santa Fe. It's called the Claim Your Light Sacred Container. A lot of these women work with me now in VIP coaching capacities where I really get to dive deep with them on their businesses, their brands, their teams, their revenue models, their confidence, their empowerment, how they can really show up and take their businesses to the next level. And I see a lot. I'm, I'm also really tight with a lot of female entrepreneurs as my friends. And I just want to say that snaps to us. We are having such a moment right now. <laughs> we are making more moves. We are busting down doors, breaking statistics. We are making more money than our partners. Not that it's a competition, but most women I know are the breadwinners in their family. Like there has been a complete role reversal and a paradigm shift that we are a part of right now. Women are leading from the front. I had a woman on my podcast many years ago. Her name is Jennifer Justice. She's a lawyer and she is, uh, I think she represents Beyonce and Jay-Z and a bunch of people like that. And she said on my podcast once, when women have money, women have power. And when women have power, this world will be a better place. Mm, Snaps. So 
I am so here for this moment. There is some obstacles, however, that we're up against as women. Now, we hear a lot about the divine feminine, right? It's a trend. It's a, it's a movement. It's it's out there in the narrative of you know female empowerment. But like, the divine feminine doesn't actually exclusively relate to women, just like the masculine doesn't exclusively relate to men. They are non-binary. They have nothing to do with gender identity, their values, their energies, their frequencies. The masculine is about embodying protection, linear thinking, assertiveness, action, fire, problem solving, right? All of these values that we need to have as female leaders in business. The feminine is all about surrender and flow and creativity and inspiration and beauty and stillness and ease. And my favorite value of them all, receptivity. That's my favorite divine feminine value. And yet there's this imbalance at times within us where the masculine can become toxic but the feminine can become toxic too. So I work with a lot of, like I said, female entrepreneurs and, you know, I'm, I'm just amazed at the world we're living in right now. I just came across some really insane statistics and not again, that this is a a pissing match between men and women, but I just want to share these statistics with you because they made me feel really excited to be alive right now on this current moment in in humanity that women are rising the way that we are. So women-owned businesses grew 16.7% between 2012 and 2019, which you know was a few years back, but still compared to the 5.2% growth rate for men-owned businesses. Okay. So this is just in the last like decade, like shit's blown up and I think we can all feel it. Another amazing statistic I read was that women-owned businesses that have employees employed 10.8 million workers in the last 10 years, an increase of 28% compared to male-owned companies that grew employees 10.8% in their workforce growth. So more than double. That's a testament to our power, ladies, that we are stepping forward and embodying leadership, independence, inspiration, purpose, impact on lots of levels. So I'm here to snap for us. I'm also here to heed some warning signs and bring some self-awareness to what happens and the opportunity, I should say, when the feminine as well as the masculine become off balance within us. So like I said, I work with a lot of female entrepreneurs through my retreats and my VIP coaching. And there's some common themes that I see women who are kind of stuck in their feminine that aren't necessarily fully embodying the divine masculine that have so much opportunities for expansion. And they're leaving a lot on the table by staying too stuck in their feminine, frankly. So the first and foremost always starts, of course, I look at your brand message. And we as women are humble. <laughs> we are like, oh no, like, you know, I'm 
you, you tell someone, a woman, they're beautiful or they're powerful, or they've got a cute outfit on. And we're like, Oh, thanks. You too. You're, you're beautiful. You're powerful too, girl. It's like, no, receive it. Own how uniquely dynamically unapologetically fucking amazing you are period. Non- just full stop. Be shiny, be seen, be sparkly, be a disco ball. Let everyone know that you exist. That's terrifying for a lot of women. Terrifying. And this meekness, this shyness, sure, feels the feminine frequency. Like, I just want to, you know, be me. It's all good. No one really needs to know that much. I don't want to outshine anyone else. That's a toxic shade of the feminine. And your brand message is your lighthouse. Your brand identity is the honey that attracts all the bees and gets you seen so that you can grow. Because if you're invisible, no one knows about you. And how are you going to grow when no one knows that you exist? Like the brand is the heart of the platform is I obviously believe. Women don't like to be disliked. So I work a lot with them on how they can show up as stronger leaders. And you guys, there's no judgment here, by the way, each and every single one of these lessons that I teach my women in my retreats and in my VIP coaching and my clients in my agency, they're my own lessons. I can't teach them unless I was the student first, right? And that goes for everyone and everything. And God, for the longest time, I just wanted my team to love me. I just wanted my team to think that I was the coolest fucking boss in the world. And when you try to be liked first, you will be respected last. And there is a shadow side to the feminine that many of us play out. That is, we just, we, we want to people please. We want to be peacemakers. We don't want anyone to think that we're the bad guy. We want everyone to be copacetic and for it to all be good. And if you're a leader, if you're a woman making moves, you have to be able to give people feedback. You have to be able to draw boundaries. You have to be able to create structure around you so that you are in your lane and they, your team are in their lane and everyone knows their expectations and everybody has benchmarks and milestones and KPIs and accountability for their success to drive your business as much as their jobs and career growth forward. And that's a huge part of what I teach at my retreats and women. And what I talk about with my fellow female entrepreneurs are if I'm going to be really honest, leading, leading teams and growing people can be the most challenging part. When we're not in our empowered feminine, we can struggle making money. We can struggle asking for what we're worth. We can struggle potentially with asking for timely payments or money up front or a signed contract on our terms. This is a huge opportunity for us to really understand the power of divine masculine in our businesses and how we show up and that frequency of leadership, assertion, confidence, unapologetic power, right? Not toxic power, but boundaries and knowing our value and coming from a place of sovereignty. That is as feminine as it is masculine. And this is one of my favorite things to help women really find within themselves. Another massive side of the shadow feminine that I see in female leaders is their ability to actually implement (laughs) and, and stay focused and get shit done, right? Every business, every marketing plan, every brand 
needs a strategy. And a strategy isn't a strategy unless it has clear objectives and you can measure it through KPIs, key performance indicators, and milestones. So these are qualitative milestones are like a qualitative benchmark. Like I want a book deal. I want to hit seven figures. I want to grow to a million followers. I want to hire three people. Those are milestones. KPIs are the things that we keep track of month to month, the metrics, how many open rates your email gets, the percentage of growth on your social following, how many shares you get across each post, how much money you're making month to month. Those are KPIs. And a lot of women who are in their divine feminine are so obsessed with their ideas and their vision and their creative flow that they can't actually put pen to paper, hold themselves accountable, hold their teams accountable. Many women don't even know how to build a strategy that actually operates and drives a business forward. And that's the real upgrade, (laughs) frankly, from being so in your divine feminine beauty and all the incredible things that we create from that place into the divine masculine, where you become a true leader a true manifester, a true power boss. And I'm not going to say boss bitch. I hate that term, but really finding that edge where you go potentially from a solopreneur to an entrepreneur, from an entrepreneur to a true CEO. And this is what I'm so here for right now on the planet is empowering women with the clarity and the structure and the confidence to make moves and to take action without diminishing the magic that exists within our feminine frequency. Now, I want to break down the feminine values a little bit more so that we really don't lose them because they're critical to this time on the planet and how we're rebalancing it and bringing it into more harmony. So some of my Favorite divine feminine values, which again, does not only apply to women. The values of the feminine are surrender, right? Really allowing, letting things go so that we can attract more abundance. That is truly the power move. Flow, when we're in our flow states, right? That's when we get into alignment, when serendipity happens, when those opportunities spring forward that we weren't expecting that are truly magical. When we get the email, the phone call, overhear the conversation, get the introduction. When we're in a state of flow, those things come into our world. Obviously, when we're in our creativity, this is where we find our inspiration, where we make our best stuff. It's why I went to Costa Rica for three weeks to be in a creative flow state of surrender so that I could write my next book and wasn't in the divine masculine all day long, right? We can find our environment and switch things up and create space for us to be in our feminine, our juicy, juicy sensuality. Like there's no better feeling in the feminine than riding that wave and feeling confident and powerful and ready to be seen when we're in our embodied sensuality, our sexuality, our feminine magnetism. Beauty. I think this is one of the most precious and needed feminine values in the world right now the value that we create in the world by being in the world, the beauty that we bring, the beauty that we are, the beauty that we make, the beauty that we own. 
ease. This has been one of the biggest learnings I've had in the last year of just how to really come from this place of ease, of gentleness, of slowness, of intentionality. This is really the divine feminine business leader, frankly, that I'm becoming. And then, like I said, receptivity, because we give, give, give and go, go, go and hustle, hustle, hustle as women, (laughs) which I'm going to talk about next to a fault. And we don't create space to let things come to us. It'd be like my favorite image, a clamshell on the ocean surf and just letting the waves roll over us in and out, in and out. We have nothing to do, but just allow to receive, to be the receptacle. It's a vibration. It's a frequency as much as it is a practice. We cannot talk about the divine feminine without talking about the toxic feminine, not just in business, but in life. The values of the toxic feminine, and I'm sharing this all as somebody who has expressed them all myself. There is no shame. There is no calling out. There is no pointing fingers. There is just an acknowledgement that this is happening within women in business and it is not serving us. And just calling attention to it and becoming conscious and self-aware can change the game. So there's a side to the feminine that can be manipulative, that can be needy, that can be a martyr who wants everyone to like them, who can be a damsel in distress who wants everyone to rescue them. I have so been this woman who didn't know how to read a contract and didn't understand tech. And I don't like spreadsheets and I don't want to, I don't, I need somebody else to do these things for me because I don't know how to do them. So somebody else figure it out for me. That's the state of disempowered feminine. We can be dramatic, overly emotional, so stuck in our feelings that we can't get shit done. We can't, we're not taken seriously. We feel blocked. We feel overwhelmed. And look, we need to feel our feelings as, as people, not just women, but all people need to feel their feelings in order to transmute them, alchemize them and transform them into a higher vibration and a higher way of being. But to get stuck there, to get stuck in the feeling, the drama, the, the overwhelm, the stress, the victim, that's the toxic feminine. And it's not serving us. We're so focused on the toxic masculine, right? The patriarchy. And look, I wrote my whole second book, spoiler alert, uh, talking a lot about the patriarchy and just how it's really driven women. Many of women that I'm friends with, that I'm colleagues with myself included to overexert, to hustle, to burn ourselves out and to keep us stuck in basically a man's world. That's just a historical fact but I believe that it's women who suffer the hardest because of the toxic masculine. And yet I do not want to negate how beautiful the divine masculine is and how needed the divine masculine is in the world, not just in ourselves. The divine masculine values as it pertains to our business, right? I said protection. This is you learning how to protect your brand, your money, your team, your reputation. 
Assertiveness is a huge, hugely necessary divine masculine value. Saying what you want, being who you want, leading from the front, regardless of what people think of you. Linear thinking and problem solving. It's a beautiful divine masculine value that we need to have in order to define clear goals, build a path to success, create the strategic roadmap and stepping in with action and accountability and implementation. I will tell you this. I teach a ton of workshops inside of corporate America, and I actually have a whole workshop on bringing the divine feminine into business, right? And I will put up on a slide, all of these divine masculine values, right? Leadership, assertion, action, going, implementation, execution, confidence, focus. Okay. And I say, I want you to circle all the words on this slide. And I don't tell them that they're the divine masculine words. I just say, circle all the words that you identify with on this slide that you feel like you embody every single day at work. And it's like I said, it's assertion, leadership, action, go, confidence, focus, execution. And then on the next slide, I have all the divine feminine words. And I don't tell them that they're the divine feminine words. I just say, now circle all the words that you identify with and you feel like you embody every day at work on this slide. And they're the words stillness, flow, beauty, receptivity, allowance, surrender, empathy, compassion, right? And I say, now let's compare how many words you circled on the first slide versus the second slide. And pretty much every single woman inside of these spaces has circled way more masculine words than they've circled feminine words. There's a clear imbalance. And I think many women can relate to that feeling of over-identifying with the masculine. I actually wanted to name this podcast why most divine feminine leaders can't get shit done and why toxic masculine feminine leaders are too burned out to do so. (laughs) The women that I work with that come to my retreats are really honestly at either end of the spectrum. They're either way too much in their masculine or way too much in their feminine. And there is this harmony that needs to be integrated in order for us to really bring forward the principles of leadership and strategy and confidence so that you can really truly own your voice, not just find your voice, but own your voice and lead from the front. We spend days at my retreats, and I'm going to be doing this again in Santa Fe, where we're talking about how to build a true plan for your business led by the masculine when it comes to your messaging, your marketing, your sales, your products, your profitability, your team. But we also spend so much time dropping into the divine feminine embodiment practices so that we can really feel our joy, tap into that sensuality, that magnetism, that frequency of the feminine that makes us goddesses, queens, priestesses, leaders of the new earth. And we do that through breath work. We do that through yoga. We do that through microdosing mushrooms. We do that through sound bath. We do that through dancing and, and mystical sessions with astrologers and healers. I have brought it all together in my retreats because I've had to bring it all together within myself in order to truly succeed and build a business that has made multi seven figures in revenue, that has employed lots of people 
that has been featured in major press, that has gotten a number one best-selling book deal, now two. And what I've learned about burnout <laughs> along the way and my own internal suppression of the feminine by not valuing that innate vibration within me because I am a woman, just speaking of gender. I know that my innate frequency is the feminine. And I overvalued the masculine for a really long time. It actually nearly killed me. <laughs> and that's not an exaggeration. And my work has been to harmonize both so that we can make moves, make money, live these powerful, freedom-based, impactful lives while also vibrating at our highest frequency. That's why I say success is a frequency. And the divine feminine leader of the new earth knows this. She has both. She has harmony within her. She is a woman who is leading the future. And she is a woman who has claimed her light. It's why I have named my retreats those three words, claim your light. Your light is your frequency. It's your gift. It's your birthright. It's your magic. It's your DNA. But in order to really live it, to shine it, to own it, to use it, to drive impact forward across your money, your community, your company, your life, you have to claim it. And claiming it is an outward action. It requires confidence. It requires focus. It requires a plan. It requires assertion. And that's the masculine, the divine masculine. And you possess both. So I hope that this episode today really showed you how to look at all sides, not good, not bad, but just the shadow and the light of the feminine and the masculine so that you can bring forward a more empowered, embodied, authentic, grounded, responsible version of yourself into your business and into the world. Because the world needs you. The world needs you to be all of you. And it's divine. If you're interested in learning more about my retreat, you can go to the link in the show notes at jessicaswag.com backslash sacred-container. You can email me at retreats at jessicaswag.com to learn more and share this episode with a woman that you feel really needed to hear it, whether she's overexerting in her toxic masculine or undervaluing her power in her toxic feminine. And let's rise together into a new frequency called authenticity. That's in my book, <laughs> pun intended, the true definition of success. And until the next episode of the Simply Be podcast, have a beautiful, beautiful week. Bye guys. <laughs>